Welcome, everybody, to series finale, the only podcast where three comedians watch and discuss the final episode of a show that they have never, never even seen. seen. I'm John Paul. I'm Zach. And I'm Jack. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you love the podcast, and we are sure you do, uh, <laughs> check out bonus episodes at patreon.com slash series finale five dollars yes. a month nets you a bonus episode every week so if you like this you can get more right and if you like us just do it yeah you if know? you just personally <laughs> like you us personally enjoy support us in our dreams of being broadcast and and our gambling habits we, <laughs> we cashed out all 96 bucks from the patreon we went to the encore casino we were running between video poker and roulette that night when we, we we'll divert a little bit we went off and we did a little gambling session at the encore casino trying to support steve Wynn. he's going through some <laughs> tough times so we want to help him out uh that was one of the most fun nights i've had in months that was Oh, so great. such it, a great time. It was good. A lot of people don't understand the stresses of being a podcaster. Yeah, it's, right. <laughs> it's a lot like billions, where you're just constantly on. You the have to keep so much in your head yes, all the time, all the time. All so the time. to go out there with my boys, de-stress a little bit, yeah, lose a little money. It was roulette. really fun, <laughs> especially going with two guys who are sober, and this is their only outlet for we anything were hyped fun. up. <laughs> We what? were clapping. We were whooping all over twenty-five cent bets. We, like we won like fifteen dollars on a video poker machine, and we were made so much noise. The people next to us looked pretty annoyed. <laughs> and I'm so glad John Paul put in. A little, he spotted me a few bucks. I staked you. Yeah. I staked yeah, yeah. you. I and financed you basically. Yes, I immediately lost it. No, and, it was fun to watch. Though. And then John Paul thankfully <laughs> won it all back. That was Steve Wynn's plan. He was looking out for us from up above. Steve Wynn's plan like god's plan but yes. steve wins plan that's mm. what the drake song is about it's about <laughs> steve wins it life. was fun i mean you guys are soon heading to when this by the time this finishes recording you guys will be in new york city we will be new yorkers lifelong oh, at yeah. that point <laughs> big <Yeah>. apple <laughs> you guys gonna walk around with your iHeart nyc shirts <laughs> no but i am gonna lean deep into being a mets fan i'm gonna become a yeah. huge oh. mets fan and i'm gonna read some histories of queens i've been to the mets games they got that they still have that long hair pitcher that they love though yeah syndergaard syndergaard yeah yeah everyone will loves you, that guy will you be showing up as mx met to the as games MX met. yeah I, i'm thinking <laughs> about it it's my business plan for sure yes we're excited we'll be in new york i i probably won't have a job still because i refuse to start any job interview without a moment of silence for 9-11 <laughs> maybe you could work at the mosque down now down by now <laughs> by a 9-11 by ground zero wow. did you hear that you have to cut that you out. You could be the house masseuse at I the was, mosque. I was like speaking in tongues. You, were, you sounded like one of those auctioneers. You're like, 9-11 ground zero. That was, I was Allah speaking through you. <laughs> 9-11 ground zero. Orlando Pulse nightclub. <laughs> Steven Paddock's even better. Orlando nightclub. Crisis act. Crisis act. This this week, we watched the final episode. We, we've come back home. We've come back home <laughs> yes. to the premium cable network that has all the hits. Stars, stars. baby. Yes, the show is on you stars. are listening to this for the first time, check out our previous stars hits like Crash, the series, final episode. Black Sails, the series, final episode. Yeah. Do anything else from stars? <laughs> we might have done a Patreon for something. Yeah, probably. I would like to do Vita. That's some show they got on there. Oh yeah. All right. Well, if it was as good as Boss, then yeah. we're all we did, we did watch Boss, which is a sequel and a spinoff to Boss Baby, the hit movie. 
<laughs> this was what happens when the baby grows up and becomes mayor of Chicago. Kelsey Grammer stars as the mayor of Chicago, Tom Chi-town. Did you know this about Chelsea, Kelsey Grammer? This is the interesting thing to me. Like, if you look up celebrities, it always says their birthplace. Like, for me, I never lived a day in Weymouth, Massachusetts, but I was born in South Shore Hospital in Weymouth, Massachusetts. Right. So it was always say that my birthplace is Weymouth. Chelsea, Kelsey Grammer is a Caribbean American. He's born in St. Thomas, Virgin Islands. Wow. What? Yes. Isn't that where you hung out? Yeah. Caribbean man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he did have dreadlocks yeah. for the entirety of the show. <laughs> he is like a Rasta man. He's a Caribbean American. I had no American. idea. No. Yeah. Do you think he's a POC, Kelsey Grammer? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I consider him one. <laughs> Person of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever seen... I mean, Kelsey Grammer, he's... He's, he's been in all kinds of stuff. He's been on The Simpsons. He was um, besides Joe Bob. Frazier. Frazier. That's probably his biggest project. He was project. in Cheers. Cheers. He was in Cheers. That's right. We did Cheers, the final episode. And right. I want to shout out Kelsey Grammer briefly on this. I didn't like this show, but this was good acting from Kelsey Grammer. The, the, the criterion for good acting for me is if you don't just seem like yourself playing a character. Okay. Like some people seem like the same guy every time. This was not Dr. Frazier. Oh, I, you Dr. Know, Frazier Crane. Right. This wasn't Frazier Crane, he which was, I appreciate. I was actually was bummed intense. about that. I was looking, I was waiting for his gay brother to show up <laughs> and to be like, Niles! <laughs> they got that stupid little dog and their dad is like tougher than them or the something. The dad's dead though, I think. I never watched the Grammar show. Frazier. Frazier. Was Frazier in Third Rock from the Sun? Was Kelsey Grammer in that? Or Kelsey, no, that's no, John, John Lithgow. Lithgow. Yes. Yeah, they have a similar did. look. They have yeah. a sort of similar like um, archetype. They play kind of the similar characters. A little bit like studious. Res- yeah, studious, smart, resi- wasp. Yeah. yeah, that's a great uh, way to put it. White Anglo-Saxon people. Yeah, <laughs> Protestants. Protestants. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, is that what they are? You think? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. He's like an old blue blood type. You educated. think he's a Protestant? John Lithgow, especially John Lithgow, speaks with like an accent. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if he is British, but he sounds like an old timey. Kelsey Grammer's. Like somewhat of a respected actor, you'd think, right? He's been I in feel, some hits. I feel like he might be. I mean, he definitely has like the the air of like a trained actor about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. But maybe he's just pretentious. But he just about. makes TV sitcoms. Yeah, I know. So that's like, weird. It's like it's like the reason it's funny usually. It's because he seems so uh, high class, but then he's in funny situations. Yes, right. But his more famous nowadays for being the husband of like a reality TV star. What? Yes, he was the husband of one of the women from like the the OC he, Housewives. He's also a very famous Republican, which I don't think oh, is yeah? like necessarily something that always needs to be said, but a lot of people feel like when it's Kelsey Grammer it does need to be said. <laughs> he's like that level of famous Republican. He's right. up there with like John Voight, but there are a ton of famous Republicans. James kind Woods, of Steve James- Wynn. Steve Wind, <laughs> billionaire casino owner. Yes, yes, probably. Yeah, and um, but my favorite part about this show, this show has done the best possible job of hiring. It has a very real life look to it because nobody in the show is attractive. I want to. You know what? That is a great point. It, like I was thinking, it looked cheap, but I guess what it really just looks—it just real. looks like the real world. It's sort of gray, and everybody's like pretty unattractive. You know, yeah, like, I know even what you're the, talking about, dude. His wife was hot. His wife is hot. His wife That's is like a hot, plot point, but she's dying of like a, some kind of respiratory yes, disease. Yeah, she has a yes. situation. I thought it was a CPAP machine initially, <laughs> but no, I thought that was so it's a interesting. Pap smear machine, and you know how they they intentionally did this because you can tell by 
the newspaper guy, the news journalist. Yeah. He is a journalist for the Chicago Sentinel. Right. He is like fine looking. He's like okay looking. Okay. In a real show, his editor like would have been a smoke show. Uh-huh. Dude, uh, the famous example is Spotlight. They get Mark Ruffalo to play like a, just a journalist. Mike Resendez is the very sexy Mark Ruffalo. Right, right. Like everyone's a sex machine in film. But when right. Kelsey Grammer gets involved... <laughs> I feel like when it comes to acting, they kind of there's not a lot of middle of the road. There's a lot of like really attractive, and then you got like you got like um, what's his name? So ugly as to be noteworthy. <laughs> yeah, oh, like, yeah. Um, like Tom Hanks's brother, or not? Or Ron no, Howard. Yeah, brother. Clint Howard. Clint Howard. Yeah. <laughs> Clint Howard, who looks like horrific, <laughs> but he's interesting and looking. Right, right. No, this, this show actually did a good job of finding all the middle people and being like, yeah, we'll put you in a show. Let me give a BSB for the show. Oh, right, right. Breakdown. Real simple. And real broad, this is about backdoor dealings of the Chicago <laughs> political machine. And there's a mayor, Kelsey Grammer, who, Kane, is suffering from body Lou dementia. His team has to keep that a secret. He also is like putting out a hit on political enemies. And uh, so there's that. And then there's a journalist trying to uncover it all, but who loses credibility after a source is paid off. It's there you go. kind of wicked confusing, but those things are at play. It wasn't yeah. too confusing. No, I think you laid it out pretty yeah. well. Pretty but well. there are a lot of storylines going on. And to answer Jack's famous question, this very clearly was not a planned finale. Ah, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No? I think there I was more to that. come. I think that they probably were writing with the intention that Boss season three was gonna like sweep the nation. Uh, I kind of don't think so because the way they ended with like everything gets summed up. Like the journalist loses credibility. Uh huh. The the murder goes under the rug. That's never gonna come back on the bo- on the the boss Kelsey, <laughs> and uh, and then. He like rem- he threatens his wife by you know being <laughs> like, "Hey, you're connected to me, and don't you fucking forget." Crazy it. scene. That is yeah. crazy. But there's like an ongoing construction project. There is a succession. <laughs> That's what the third season was going to be yeah, about. Yeah, there's a succession plan. We have the Cook County DA is thinking of running. The show there. was Another kind, of, was kind of boring already, so I would not be surprised if the ongoing construction project was going to be the focus <laughs> point of season three. <laughs> like an OSHA check is episode four. <laughs> Did you guys notice Ti? I was in this? No, I didn't. Oh, who was th- was he the was he the the kid who did heroin? No, that was not the kid who was doing heroin. <laughs> he was a different kind of rubber band man. Yeah. <laughs> TI was uh there's a scene where like the 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 black control comptroller of the Ward 11, he mm-hmm. comes in with his side buddy and he's like I'm part of his Ward 11. His side piece. Yeah. <laughs> his side buddy, it's different. <laughs> And uh, so T.I. thought his ticket to like acting was boss. Yeah, yeah. Like, unfortunately, dude, I like was pretty surprised at how bad I thought the show was. <laughs> I actually really thought it was going to be good because I thought this had like the makings of a show that I would really like. You know, it has an actor that I know and like, and they've built an entire show just around the actor. And it's like about politics and machinations and the the promotional images are great. It's like Kelsey Grammer looking like tough. And I was like, I'm going to love this show. See, I don't and buy Kelsey Grammer as a tough guy. I want to see it. You know, he is tough. He was beast in the X-Men. And he, <laughs> he's super strong. He's blue and he can jump. What I find interesting <laughs> is you, John Paul, have defended shows like this in the past when Jack and I have been too critical to say they're horrible. And you're like, well, it got a second season. Most oh. shows don't get a second <laughs> right. season. That's true. This was syndicated internationally. <laughs> if you look it up like on Wikipedia... 
this played in Portugal. It played in foreign countries. It's just because of Obama. Obama is associated with Chicago politics. Oh. And Obama, he pulled some strings. This is 2012. This is Ram, Obama was a this big is Ram Emanuel, basically. <laughs> who was the guy who got kicked out of uh, Chicago? Ram Emanuel. Ram Emanuel. Oh, he that- won a re-election campaign against Jesus Chewy Garcia, but he just... Couldn't run again. No, no, no. Who was the guy that before Obama tried to sell his seat? Rod Blagovich. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That was a big story. I think he was governor of Illinois. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they should have seen if he would have played the role of boss. <laughs> they never really do that. Politicians don't really go into the world of acting. That's true. A lot of times you get actors to act. But not always. <laughs> not always. You get sports entertainment stars to do that's it fairly true. frequently. Also, rapper. There's a. That's right. Also, there's a movie that came out a few years ago. Like, and I forget. I forget exactly what it's called. But it's about like soldiers in Afghanistan, and it stars soldiers from Afghanistan. And apparently, it's horrible. I want to watch it they, so bad. Yes. Now. They didn't do a good job. They didn't get actors. They got soldiers. So it's like the most patriotic movie. There's no Stolen Valor. Do you think that <laughs> SAG, it's Stolen Valor free? Do you think SAG after would call that Stolen Valor? <laughs> <laughs> stolen Valor acting? That would be a good idea. They should they should have uh they should have approached them outside of a Circle K when they were filming <laughs> and being like, "You have your SAG card? You have your SAG card?" And he goes like, they go like, "Look at your turtleneck. Your turtleneck's all fucked up. You're supposed to wear the collar up high." Where's your beret? You're not an actor. Damn that that would actually. Uh, I'm gonna make. I a, had friends that overdosed in that uniform. <laughs> I'm gonna make a movie about actors with actors. <laughs> <laughs> they make a lot of movies about movies. A lot of movies about acting. Yeah. That Hollywood loves that like a self-referential, humorous, satirical program about TV. Thirty yeah. Rock, yeah, yeah. you know Seinfeld, BoJack Horseman. Right. I haven't seen that, but I hear it's good. Right. Well, it is great. It's no boss. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Damn I, dog, I feel bad that I picked the show. No, it was no, so no. Boring. It's good. There was a couple of scenes I thought there was like an interesting cover up of a murder. Right. I didn't understand. I don't understand the details this, of the murder. This had. This was a tough one to come in at the end. Yeah. I have to admit, there was this guy. I think Kelsey Grammer. He. Tom Kane. Tom Kane. He had like. He had dealings with two guys that were like Nazi priests or something. That's right, the two yes. dead guys. Yeah, the they guys were white were... supremacists. Yes. Yeah. And he but I think he might have used them in the past for something. And then it was going to come back at him, so he set up the murder of them. I actually I shouldn't have done this, but you, you looked it the up. Whole I series. went back and I looked it up and actually those two guys Wow. They were killed. They attacked Jussie Smollett is what happened. <laughs> and Jussie Smollett ruthlessly killed them both. Wow. They were MAGA hat guys. Because <laughs> they, they were sick of this bullshit. <laughs> Damn. No, those, uh, those two Nazis that are dead, they got those crazy. What's up with that Nazi flag that has just like sevens? I don't, I don't know. know what that one is. It's probably a blackjack themed <laughs> Nazi flag. <laughs> and then, But the, well, that was one scene that I thought was interesting was like they... It was on stars, so they showed like the guy's head was blowing off. You know, there was yep. a huge hole in his head. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Shot himself twice in the back of the head, Epstein style. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was a few moments of gratuitous. What do you guys think of? Did you guys learn anything about body Lou dementia or what? What's it called? You said what it was called body Lou dementia. Body yeah. Lou dementia. Right, it right. seems to be driven by tremors. He also has hallucinations. He's yes. hallucinating. His old aide, and who probably, I think if he got I had his to guess, killed. yeah, he did. Oh, if I okay. had to guess, he was like a lifelong friend. They probably started in politics as idealistic young twenty-year-olds wow. and came up together. 
and then he had him had him hit. That sounds like a better show than what this <laughs> was. Well, that could have happened in right, season right. one. No, you no, know? no, I yeah, agree so with you. Maybe season one is good. Right. What I thought when I watched the show, I was like, this reminds me, this is feels to me like I'm watching The Wire, but I'm watching like a fan-made version of it that was made by a 19-year-old person. That's how I felt about <laughs> uh, it. Yes, I, yeah. I wonder like, who wrote this show. I don't know, but it felt... Like to me, it felt a little bit like The Wire because it's you know it's it's gritty and it's in a city and there's not a lot of there's a there's not a lot of um, explanations for what's going on. Right. It's kind of getting peaks, but a lot of the times I was left underwhelmed with the story. Yes, yes, and then there the grittiness of it is like. It just it just looks not well produced. Yes. You know? and it just looks cheap to me. Yeah, and one of the things too that I thought was interesting is like there's this. There's this new this new journalist. <laughs> I don't know why I keep can't thinking of the word journalist, but yeah. there's this journalist who's like his big thing is that he's gonna catch Kelsey Grammer. He wants to go bring down Tom Kane. Tom Kane. This is what journalism is. It's a pr- it's challenging power with right. truth. He's gonna bring down Tom Kane because Tom Kane set up these murders. I think possibly possibly <laughs> he, that's what he accuses of him. But then he he can't do that. Something comes out where t- he can't take print this article anymore. It's found out to be false, or at least Tom Kane was ahead of the game to make sure that it came out false. Mm. So then, instead, the journalist was like, "Let's bring up that he has dementia." Yeah, I <laughs> He's didn't like, like Let's that. bring him down for his dementia. That's and it was true. Like, this would fail so miserably if you were the journalist. Like, well, bringing out a, a person's disease it, w- it might yeah. get them sympathy but it also might force them to, to like re- step down retire which he like should that. do he's got dementia <laughs> and he's the mayor <laughs> i don't know we've had demented presidents in the past ronald reagan was governing with dementia donald trump is likely governing with dementia almost 100 percent, certainly dude yeah. in fact so, i dude. diagnosed him right <laughs> and why so, do you think trump's got dementia uh, he's so old. I mean, that that for one, he's so old. He's obese, and he's very angry. And then, you know, I am. I can sometimes fall for a person making a case with cherry-picked evidence. And there are people who've analyzed his public speech patterns, and it's shifted, and his vocabulary has shrunk to basically nothing at this point. And he's just getting erratic. And he's my yeah. thing with you, if you were gonna say anything, it would be like the the wild like mood swings of going from like. One day, like this, per- like with uh, with uh, Kim Jong Un being like he's a monster and a terrorist, to being like we rain fire in fury <laughs> is what he said. Yeah, <laughs> to like shaking hands and being like he's a great guy. I don't know. I think I see it more in the um, like him wanting to fuck his daughter because no, yeah, I don't because, think he does. Yeah, because he'll be like, oh, Ivanka's so hot, I want to fuck her. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was my ex-wife. But yeah, he said that know? 15 years ago when he definitely didn't have dementia. That's like a consistent <laughs> belief of his, which is why I think it's not. That's evidence that he is of sound mind. Is <laughs> <laughs> wanting to bang his daughter Ivanka Trump. <laughs> so also, we should mention uh, yeah. the journalist. He's got like a little sidekick. She looks like she has fetal alcohol syndrome. <laughs> yeah, why? Eyes a little far apart. It's flat face, she, eyes far apart. She looks weird. She yeah. is not attractive <laughs> she has like a bowl cut almost 
But if we could criticize her character, not just her look, she also Ooh. is not willing to pull the trigger on the the same story and jeopardize her job. Yeah, in to the her, way that the guy her did. job and livelihood is more important than the story. And you can't blame her for that. You can if the g- lady's working at a newspaper, which is going to go under sooner or later. <laughs> right, <you know>? right. <laughs> like at some point, stand for you something. Might as well go risky. big. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. are the last person buying newspapers in the United States. I do buy newspapers about once a week. I buy the Financial Times. Weekend edition. It's very, wow. it's very oh, thrilling. Dude, that's sick. For three dollars, you get a lot of knowledge. The editor is he handed to you personally? And go fucking thank you, God. <laughs> <laughs> thank now, you, God. He's outside CVS with the other homeless people <laughs> shocking TVs. Doctors' offices buy newspapers still. Uh, <laughs> but dude, it's crazy. The the Boston Globe uh, monthly subscription, digital only, is twenty seven dollars a month. You could subscribe to Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime, <laughs> and Spotify and have all of television, film, and music at your fingertips I for think, cheaper than the Globe. I think we have figured this out. We pitched to the Boston Globe the first Boston Globe original drama series. Wow. Right? That's a great idea. Pretty good idea. Why don't they do that? Make a Netflix for the newspapers. <laughs> I don't I know. Like a streaming. I got an app idea. <laughs> it's an app that's like a streaming that app idea. For all for all the newspapers in the world. Because most people don't read the news unless like someone is disgraced and then that that <laughs> falls within their four free articles a month. So they do all right. It's <laughs> a good point. Right. I mean, the newspaper used to be huge. I still high. like the paper, and I think the Boston newspapers are very bad and do a poor job of reporting. Now, Not the Herald. The Herald's good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think that? Why do I think that? There used to be eight papers in Boston, so people were fighting for scoops. They were doing more complete things. Spotlight has done investigative journalism, but we get stuff now, and it's very surface level. No one's really digging a scoop they're, yeah. they're, they're never getting us anything. A lot of the Boston Globe is reprints of the Associated Press press wire. That's bad. There is not a lot going on. I read it every day USA for three Today years. At that rate. Jesus. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> I loved USA Today the first time I saw it. I didn't realize that <laughs> USA Today was made after television, and it's meant to like look like TV for TV watchers. Oh, I didn't know it's that. more it's colorful. Yes. There's more infographics. It's, yeah. it's an interesting paper. It looks right. like you're holding a website. It's nice. Yeah. Will yeah. you become a post guy in New York? I will only because they do a more rigorous uh, New York City sports coverage. So as a New Mets York fan, Post owned by Rupert Murdoch. Actually, I don't think it is anymore. Was he a good or bad guy? He Murdoch, owned Fox News. He's an Australian magnate who owned Fox News. So a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's an Aussie from down under. <laughs> Were you? So I was actually a mayor of a city at one point. Really? Mom. I was. Must have, wow. I'm surprised yes. you didn't find the show more interesting then. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was a mayor at one point in my life. I was elected mayor of Atlantic City when I was 27 years old. Wow. Whoa. Playing roulette, I had come to the city at 22 <laughs> and bet all my money on red and doubled it. Wow. The folks at the Trump Casino were so impressed, they made me the pit boss. I was a fucking hawk. <laughs> I took two of the biggest video poker cheats in North America down. Oh. Tippy Toes Brazil, he got, <laughs> who got his nickname for walking around like a woman. <laughs> And John Paul Pocket Jacks Rivera, Ooh. who got his nickname for playing pocket pool with two men named Jack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> These guys had gone from casino to casino and scamming the video poker machines out of hundreds of dollars at a time. <laughs> Not on my watch, though. 
I caught them running their scheme and trying to scam our video poker machines at the Golden Butt Nugget. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was the, the, casino. the Golden Butt Nugget, yeah. you remember? Yeah. They were easy to catch because after every 25 cents won, they would scream like little <laughs> girls and jump in the air. <laughs> I moved in swiftly and brought them outside, beating them to a pulp and making them beg for mercy. You beat them both up at the same time? Yeah, they were very wimpy. (laughs) They never came back, and the city was so impressed with me, I ran for mayor and easily won. My first initiative as as mayor of Atlantic City was to criminalize all gambling. Nice. Oh, oh, damn. (laughs) I outlawed it. The people were bummed and tried to throw me off the pier. But after 10 (laughs) years, they got used to it, and it's thriving. It's actually now the capital of the country. And I'm preparing to run for president and will likely win. Wow. Dude. President Jack Burke. Yeah, pretty good. That's all, that's pretty amazing. First Catholic president after JFK. That's amazing. Nice. Hopefully you guys end your terms the same way. <laughs> Third <laughs> Irish president after JFK, Barack Obama, and then Jack <laughs> Thomas Burke. I was also mayor of a city. I was mayor of a failing Rust Belt city. Gary, Indiana. Oh. Gary is famous for two things, being the most dangerous city in America through the 1990s and being the birthplace of the king of pop, Michael Jackson. Oh, nice. <laughs> I knew that America loved fighting. It's our passion. As Rust Belt baby boomers lost their jobs, they sat at home getting fat and arguing on Facebook. <laughs> Conservatives called Democrats racist baby killers and Clinton apologists and cucks. Meanwhile, the cucks fought back with the very tough word of calling Republicans fascists. <laughs> Nothing changed while these two groups went back and forth on Facebook statuses and pretended to be angry. Nothing, but in reality, they were pleased. Nothing made them more satisfied or sexually aroused than uninformed internet bickering (laughs) and parroting cable news talking points. (laughs) To capitalize on this long American tradition of debate, ranging from the Lincoln-Douglas debates to the Boston Comedy Facebook page, (laughs) I opened up the Did He Really Do It? Michael Jackson Memorial Debate (laughs) (laughs) Center. We held an annual high school debate tournament where high school students would debate whether whether or not Michael Jackson actually molested children. (laughs) There was also a 24-hour internet cafe where people could get into Facebook arguments with friends from high school's disabled aunts (laughs) and and a library where they could get research that lengthened no longer than one paragraph. (laughs) Business was thriving and Gary. Major debate tournaments happened weekly and ESPN opened up a satellite office here. Wow. After bringing back Gary to paradise, I got caught. I retired as mayor and went into private enterprise. I was assassinated by dark forces when I started poking around Manhattan trying to open up an investment center called It Looks Like He Definitely Did Do It, Jeffrey Epstein Memorial (laughs) Investment Center. (laughs) Wow. Good job, Zach. Gary, Indiana. That's amazing. I don't know if you've ever been, but... uh. Uh, Well, no. (laughs) I've never been to Gary, Indiana because I was busy being the mayor of a different city. Uh, Now, out of all of us, I have always been the most invested in local politics. I sit front row at every city council (laughs) meeting and heckle relentlessly until I am ejected from the building. I'm only passionate because I was once a mayor myself. I was the mayor of Toronto, Canada. Elected in 2014, I ran on a platform of continuing the work of my predecessor, (laughs) fat Canadian mess (laughs) Rob Ford. I vowed to the people of Toronto that when I ran into a problem, I would simply ask myself, WWRFD, what would Rob Ford do? The campaign was intense. I was running against a man named John Tory, and at our first debate, 
Tory challenged my record on fiscal reform. When challenged, I did what Rob Ford would do. I smoked crack on stage and then physically attacked Tory, hide on my mind, and screaming that he was a traitor to the Canadian values put forth by Brett the Hitman Hart. Wow. I went door to door to meet the people uh, in Toronto. I also went door to door to raid their medicine cabinets for painkillers. I shared prostitutes with union leaders to buy their loyalty, and I was out there shaking hands, kissing babies, and smoking crack. The crack gave me the energy to stay up late, and I connected with voters in my fireside chats. I did not have a fireplace, as I lived in a van, so my fireside (laughs) chats would be live-streamed from abandoned houses I would burn down. (laughs) It seemed like Election Day kind of snuck up on me, but my campaign manager informed me that it only seemed that way because I had spent nine days in a motel room binging crack and interracial (laughs) porn with a wide variety of strippers, hookers, and general homeless people. The results came in, and I was elected mayor in a landslide. And to celebrate, I snorted a line of Rob Ford's ashes off of a stripper's titties. <laughs> Toronto has prospered under me. Crack is now decriminalized and required to operate heavy machinery <laughs> to keep our blue-collar workers sharp and our production up. And just how did the Toronto Raptors just win an NBA championship? Wow. Let's just say the Raptors are now the Crackters. <laughs> Unfortunately, I had to step down this year when a leaked video emerged showing me turning down some crack before I went into a church and the electorate turned on me. Wow. So now I'm not the president anymore. I'm not the, not the mayor anymore. <laughs> that's so sad. So they were upset that you didn't do crack the last time. Yeah, they were, they were kind of upset about that. And I had body Lou dementia. <laughs> <laughs> were you joining the sober Illuminati? Ooh, I, you know what? I was thinking about it, but Ooh. I can't. I can't join. <laughs> I I the chips. They gave me the shitty plastic chip for after twenty. Right, hours. you wanted like, the good, diamond. I want one. a diamond chip. You you were, wanted to go down to the Wind Casino with your diamond <laughs> chip. <laughs> oh man, that would be incredible. So yeah, this show is takes place in Chicago. Have any of you been to Chicago? I oh, have. Yeah, you've been, been to Chicago. Chicago? Yeah. Why well, not me? What'd you think? I liked it a lot. They call it the best city in the world for 10 weeks a year. Chicago in the summer is unbelievably <laughs> nice. Yeah. Great parks, Millennium Park. I'm told if you go on a river cruise of the architecture, it's great. 10 uh, weeks, huh? That's not, monument a long, not a long time. Very short. You should not move to Chicago. <laughs> Do you know how it gets the nickname the Windy City? Yeah. In the in 1890s, they had a lot of politicians who were very verbose. Right. That's classic. Because that's like one of my favorite points to make when people bring it up. People say, oh, the really? Windy City. I'll say, you know, it's not actually based on the wind. We are in the windiest <laughs> city. Boston's the windiest city in America. This is a yeah. very windy city. All the hot air blowing, I'm not surprised. Ooh. <laughs> no, it's really from the air. <laughs> uh, all right, so there's a sex scene. That was fun. That's true. So Tom Kane's wife, at the beginning of the episode, she's being sworn in as an alderman. And Which seems crazy. Well, here's What's my question. What is an alderman? It's like a city councilman. Oh, okay. That's what Chicago calls their city council. Oh, okay. And do you, can you be an older woman? Is that allowed? <laughs> no, you have to transition. <laughs> that seems fair. Yeah. Did she? And so that would be very uncouth. What do you mean? I don't know. What well, is yeah, well is, the mayor, is the mayor's wife becoming an alderman an issue, a conflict of interests? It should be, right? They would vote in the same way. How can the Board of Aldermen put a check on the mayor? But it's worth noting, 
Joe Curtitoni, mayor of Somerville, Massachusetts. Oh, shit. <laughs> his sister, Maria Curtitoni, serves as the register of deeds for this county. These fucking guineas are infiltrating our fucking <laughs> government and, and destroying it in the from boss. the inside. Right. The character Vaccaro is accused of mob <laughs> connections. Right. And Vaccaro is the, the casino guy, right? Yes. Vaccaro's an interesting... Joey Bosa, or Nick Bosa. Who's the, the exactly. 49ers The actor's lineman? name is Joey Calabresi. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know the 49ers yeah, yeah, lineman? Yeah, yeah. His great-grandfather was a mob boss in uh, Chicago. Oh, that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, Chicago had a mob. But J- Joe Curtitoni, he... No, no. What's the guy's name? Joey <laughs> Tom Kane? Vaccaro. Joey Vaccaro. He's, <laughs> I don't know if he's a Joey. He's a casino... Mogul. Magnet, Matt Mogul. Yeah, he wants to build a big shot casino And he's in a Chicago. dickhead immediately. He gets into this meeting. They're talking about contracts, and he's like, oh, I'm not giving any of you the contracts. I'm going to keep them all and figure it out myself. True. And that not only am I going to keep all the money, I'm also going to ask your your alderman wife to meet me on the boat to discuss this further. Yeah. And then I'm going to fuck her too. This is a little backdoor politics dealing. This, this guy, he's got this stuff that they really want. So he wants to dangle it in front. What does he want for it? Pussy. I, I didn't get this at all because <laughs> I did think it was kind of, it was, it made me, it was, they had to have had a relationship before this episode. I think they it was did. so, um, what do you call it? It was so blatant. Quick. You know? Yes. Yeah. Vaccaro's father i think was previously a character because oh. they talk about how vaccaro he's not like his people so his people must have been on the show unless it was just a baseless attack maybe he on was italian american <laughs> maybe he was cherokee and that's what they meant by his people that could have been well the crying indian that famous ad that was an italian american was it really <laughs> yeah it's not a native <laughs> oh that's they didn't give that job to a native no it was elizabeth warren was busy so <laughs> <laughs> didn't know who else to call the crying italian yeah that's way sadder this casino mogul, he takes his uh, his Tom Kane's wife on the boat. They do a little mishmash, they do a little negotiation, and then he starts kissing her, and it's very bizarre scene. She's, she's immediately undressed, pretty much. She's like she she gets on the bus, and they're like, "Well, this contract's interesting." And then her buttons are like low, like they're Ooh. windy. Maybe she did that on purpose. How though. old do you think she was? She was hot, forty two, maybe forty three. Yeah. And Graham like is probably seventy. <laughs> Grammar looks <laughs> awful in this show. This yeah. is the worst so? he's ever looked. He's got yeah. body Lou dementia. What? <laughs> this is body Lumia dementia. I keep body saying body Lou dementia. Who's L-E-W. Lou? <laughs> a very unlucky guy. Lou Merloni. Oh, it's based on wow. Lou Merloni. That would be sad. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, Kelsey Grammar looks horrible, but his wife is like pretty hot, but she, I believe, got shot in a fake assassination attempt on. Yes, on she Kelsey did, Grammer. which I think Kelsey Grammer might have put into motion. Yes, Kelsey Grammer put it into motion. She got shot. He says nobody was supposed to get hurt. Then there's another woman that's his aide with fucking big old breasts. Had, that came back. He had fired her. For, she came back, and she is both an informant for the feds. I don't know what he's being investigated for. They don't go into that at all. No. But she also wants to actually help him out. Like, at one point, she butt- buttons her thing to show her breasts oh, and her like right. recording device yes and she's, she's wearing got, a wire dude your tits are huge they were great and i was like surprised by that because they didn't really show those off very much and at the very end they were like wow yeah she's dressing modestly it's annoying yeah. shouldn't be allowed <laughs> she's got great great rack so if he was going to commit adultery you could not blame him it would not be his fault no of course not <laughs> Do you He's think the there's boss. a certain, like, if the breast is a certain size, <laughs> adultery doesn't count? 
<laughs> if it's if there's C's or above, it doesn't count. No, yeah. there's legally. God says, "Hey, good for you." <laughs> <laughs> so he, so she's like a great woman, I guess. She's loyal. She's as fuck. loyal to Tom. She's loyal to Mayor Tom Kane. Right. Which yes. Is, which is. But I don't uh, know why, because it doesn't seem like Tom Kane is a good man at all. He seems only bad. That's ah, true. I don't know. He probably has done some patronage. He's probably hooked up friends with jobs. Wait, it seems like he's <laughs> not the type of like politician who's like a schmoozer, right? That he right. like he seems like kind of a guy who's like get stuff done. He's also not smart. He's not the other like <laughs> analytical technocratic mayor. Right. He kind of does nothing other than maintain his power and then it's unclear what he does with his power. Probably was like a union thug. Right. Like Marty Walsh. Yeah. Oh. Like Marty Walsh. He would have been a good side character mayor. Side piece. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he would have been like he would have been the good mayor on other shows about politics. It was like, oh, Tom Kane up in Chicago. Yeah, he's a real dumbass, but a hard ass, too. And then he would have like small <laughs> scenes where Kelsey Grammer would have been like, yeah, you know, my wife got shot. And then he would move on. But because as the main character, it's uninteresting. Yeah. And I want to go back to this. um the story they're trying they're trying to bring Tom Kane down with, which we mentioned before. Body uh, Lou the, Dementia. The body <laughs> they uh they yeah, the first story is the story of a cover of a murder, but um the journalist has to pay the journalist pays a guy a cop ten thousand dollars for Insane. information. And Insane. then when that information gets out, that that story is ruined. His salary is probably only like fifty K. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. It's crazy. Ten thousand dollars. It makes That's you think maybe the newspaper world is on a on an uprise. Yeah, if people maybe, are making that much money, they can throw around ten G's. I know. Maybe this must be depicting a time that you visited Chicago and they had a lot of cash, free cash from you buying all the papers. Well, also, <laughs> Rah- <laughs> but Rahm Emanuel sold the parking meters to Goldman Sachs or J.P. Morgan. So then they couldn't do anything. Like people were like, "We should make a bike lane here, but we would have to move the parking meters." And then J.P. Morgan said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the parking meters were no longer run by the city. No, they're not city property anymore. Oh, oh my god. god, what a fucking idiot! So how does he get around it? They he can't. I don't oh god. <laughs> So now these parking meters are just enshrined forever because yeah. JP Morgan is going to require like trillions of dollars to get to lose them to that's, make like 225 an that's hour. That's such a smart move. Jesus goddamn. These um, um, these 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 what are they called? What is JP Morgan? Finance. These fat cats, you know. Uh, they they just rip us apart. They're always two steps ahead of us. Uh, a know? guy, Marvel, uh, Marvel Comics. They sold the film rights to Spider-Man to Sony for two hundred thousand dollars in like the nineties. Really? really? Yeah, for like two hundred. Why? They, Spider-Man's always been one of the big guys. But I there thought. were no Spider-Man movies in the nineties, so they were like, "Yeah, you have two, you have the right to make a Spider-Man movie for two hundred thousand dollars." And now Sony has made like billions of dollars <laughs> with it, and they'll never ever give it up. That's so ever. painful. Yeah, who bad made deal. that deal? A guy named Avi Arad. He was like the uh, Marvel just had like a lot of financial troubles at the time, and they were just selling off film rights like crazy to like everybody. Well, Where it was worked Stan out. Lee? Uh, Stan Lee was being abused by <laughs> by his younger relatives. <laughs> they were hitting him in the shoulders. <laughs> Sony paid two hundred thousand dollars in the rights to beat Stan Lee. <laughs> Yeah, he was getting elder abused, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. That's well, so he sad. claims that he was getting elder abused, but these old people, they lie about this all yeah, the time. Yeah, you think lying, Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think Stanley did famously <laughs> screw some people over in the beginning days. 
Uh, Everybody did. It. According to right. uh, what, is what they say, is he, yeah, he did do. He definitely did. That. So but the he was elder abuse 70s. was well deserved. He was fucking people's wives, apparently stuff like that. Stanley was. Yeah, they said he would. He was fucked. He Jack uh, King of Comics, Jack Kerber. They said he fucked his wife. I wow. think I think that's unfair. What was happening was Stanley was being elder abused and directed <laughs> by his daughter to have sex with Jack Kirby's wife. He didn't want to do it. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Is that why the uh, child support superhero doesn't get to see his kids anymore? <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be it. Yeah. That's got to be wait, it. Why? We support. We want to. We want to come out on the podcast. We support the concept of child support. You got to pay for your kids. Right. Maybe Dave Chappelle actually recently came out and doesn't support it. He oh, really? An interesting point. Yeah. Big surprise. If you don't <laughs> abort, <laughs> he said, if you don't abort the child. And you have a choice to, then a man has a choice to pay child support. <laughs> yeah, so Dennis Worth and Dave Chappelle actually have a ton in common. <laughs> That's a, a, a lot in common. <laughs> but you're right. After when they when the media is asking uh, Tom Kane about this, he shows off a tremor in his right hand. Right. And the journalists seize on this, and they think they'll use the tremor to bring him down, which is. Pretty ridiculous. It, it's just his hand shakes a little bit. Right. That's it. So but if they just release that. What's that going to do? I thought that that was actually an insane part. I was like, this is so ridiculous. It's just a tremor in his hand. But like, you know, Hillary Clinton coughed a couple of times and people were like, <laughs> yeah, she's got somebody else's brain in her body. She's That's having blood transfusion. You know, people go nuts for this type of shit. That is a great point. All you need is a shake and people are like, oh, he's possessed. You know, <laughs> so it, I guess it's not that out of control. But if you're trying like, it seems like the Chicago Sentinel is trying to do the real gritty work, hard work. So it's weird to me that they would go after this, you know. And eventually, I mean, they eventually they don't. Uh, right. The, the journalist, the, who, ugly the disgraced journalist, sends Uggo. He <laughs> sends her to go and get this done, but she comes back and says, "No deal. It's not going to happen." Dude, one no. of my favorite. My parts career is too important because I'm not. I can't just become a model tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the disgraced journalist is after he gets fired, he just goes to a bar and watches local news for like literally six <laughs> hours. And the bartender is, like, not nice to him. The bartender <laughs> thinks he's a bum for trying to take down the man. Yeah. He, like, makes remarks about him getting fired and having no fealty. I like yeah. that. People must like Tom Kane. I, I don't, you know what? It wasn't clear to me how many terms Tom Kane had served in the show. I'm going to try to look that up. always like right. the mayor. Do you know, so what clip do you have, John Paul? Oh, that's right. I'm just curious because we're coming on, we're coming yeah, close to time. Yeah, I totally here. spaced. I'm sorry. Don't worry. Uh, Sounds like you might have body dementia. <laughs> Uh, the clip I have is actually the last moments of the show. Oh, okay. Well, perfect. So let's yeah. talk about that. There's the final scene is the his wife who had just got porked out by Steve Wynn <laughs> is um she's got like a breathing problem. Yeah, she oh, has yeah. a respiratory issue. Of some and kind. so Tom Kane and her are talking, and he's like, "I really needed you today." A form of love, I think. <laughs> Hand me my oxygen, please. I'm having some trouble breathing. Spent as you are. What are you talking about? It's a neurotic state. Infatuation. It diminishes the ability to judge, to make wise choices, to... Hold firm to established loyalties. Tom, I need it now. 
I know this. Because I have personally experienced it. But unlike you, mine was born of a disease. Yours, a matter of stupidity. Realize what you gave him. Access. Influence. Power. Hope you're enjoying listening to this. <laughs> if you're masturbating right now, cut it out. <laughs> Damn, I forgot how long this went on. <laughs> <laughs> Only four more minutes. is inevitable but yours will forever be tied to mine remember that wow what a great way to set up boss season three baby (laughs) (laughs) that was a brutal scene yeah he is about to kill his wife it's pretty crazy yeah yeah she also is it, the death is annoying. <laughs> I mean, it was. I didn't. Li- I thought it was overacting. I thought it was like it's like she's uh, losing uh, oxygen. It's yeah, but agonizing. you know, going gracefully into the night. You know, like have some fucking class. class you fucking. You know, you, you just cooler. got done porking the the wind guy. Now yeah. you're like you can't even breathe. Classy. I just also think it's weird that he can tell she's weak because of infatuation. Is <laughs> Like very he's strange. Like, he's like, you know, uh, it smells like it smells like jizz in here. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like post nut clarity up in here. <laughs> yeah, she she was dying, and that, but it is kind of a great line though. Like you're more, it's brutal. You this is the most ruthless scene of he has the entire episode. Oh yeah, definitely. And it's the most interesting scene of the whole thing. I thought it's the best scene of it all. Do you think that his violence is maybe caused by his dementia? It could be de- demented people can become violent and confused. Mm, That's really? why I wouldn't want to be in a room with Tom Kane because you don't know if he's going to get violent. And right. Like, like, he, he talks he to people that aren't there. He exclusively has young women aides who are in right. their 30s. <laughs> also, we did not discuss there's one African-American employee of Tom Kane and he bugged their house. Right. Like took video of and got the nickname for a one of her children and used it at the office. Yeah. And then the woman's like, dude, our house is bugged to her husband. Like, yeah. He's seen everything. It bugged our bedroom and our kitchen. Yeah. Right. He's like, you're being crazy. You're being crazy. <laughs> it's it's bizarre. She's actually pointing out the actual devices and he's like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's like, a- I think we hung streamers there. <laughs> yeah. We did pin the tail on the donkey. There's another, There's actually two other big subplots that we didn't talk about. There's He's got a daughter named Jane. Who uh, like, I don't care about this. She's one. like, uh, she's off probation. And then there's another young black man who was a drug dealer who does heroin. Oh, it's dude. very sad. The heroin scene is interesting. The heroin scene's insane because he goes from, oh, I've never done it to immediately using intravenously. intravenously yeah. Usually like, you like start with a little a snort. It's a process. Yeah. And the person who gives him the needle has just used that needle, which is disgusting. I know, very dangerous. And I was like, she wouldn't do that. But it's also that. gross. 
She she wouldn't let him use that either. If she was a real drug user, she wouldn't she, want him to get into it. No, she she would give him a little to bump up his nose because at the beginning that's all he would need. Yeah, he wouldn't need that huge shot. You know. Yeah. And then I've, I and from, from what everything I've read, when you do opiates, like the first time is like apparently the greatest, literally like the, the greatest, greatest thing ever. Yeah, it's yeah. literally the great experience of your life. So I do plan on, on trying opiates like in my old age. Really? Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people say that. I and then I'm they end up it. as drug addicted like <laughs> 63 year olds in southern Maine outside of a Dollar General. <laughs> then I'll like be dying. Then I'll be ripe for elder abuse. I, I agree. And we'll walk by yeah. you and we'll go, your mortality will always yeah. be connected to us. <laughs> I think that a lot of people do say that and they don't realize how true it is when it's like a dose of morphine to deal with terminal illness <laughs> uh, I oh. just think I mean from what I've read online it just the way they describe it it just sounds so tempting <laughs> another Jesus. thing that they that we didn't talk about is that that the girl is hanging out with this guy what's his name Lou or something I don't know she, they keep referencing he wants to go hang out with Ian Ian this employee of the fathers oh yeah and then she finds a birth certificate that it's her brother Tom Kane is the father <laughs> It seems Weird. lame, lame all. Yeah, Setting up, trying to set up something bizarre for season three. <laughs> a construction boss. project slash paternity <laughs> suit. <laughs> all right, let's so, do a Deepak Chopra. Yeah, let's do a Deepak Chopra a moment. moment from the show that we liked, <laughs> even if we didn't necessarily love the show. <laughs> a moment from the show that we liked. I like the imagery of Chicago's rivers. That's what I liked. <laughs> <laughs> I like okay. I like that Chicago is more of a riverine city. I like can to, feel it. I don't, okay, that's good. I liked I. What did I like? I like the I like the looks of the wife. The looks were nice, but I hated her breathing. The, I hated her breathing big time. But I hated that the stars hey showed no, no nudity on Deepak, stars. Not a time for hate. Oh, you're right. <laughs> not a time I'm for sorry. hate. I'm sorry. Yeah. What did I like about the show? Um. I like the grittiness of it. Uh, and I like the ugly characters. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I liked that it was a show that tackled uh, the... Uh, it's it's a show that tackles something that a lot of people will be dealing with in the future, which is dementia with old baby boomers. <laughs> We're going to be swimming with people with dementia very, very soon. They're, yeah. they're baby boomers. They're going to be retiring. They're going to be stricken with dementia. They're going to be posted on the internet constantly. As constantly. a man close to that age, what do you think is going to happen to you? <laughs> Most likely with me, I'm going to... Well, what I will do is fight the dementia by using opiates. Opiates <laughs> will fight the dementia. I'll be using opiates outside the Dollar General. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do a... Role play? Role play. Oh, yes. Let us do a role, a role play. play. It's where we act as different characters from the show. Yeah, I <laughs> would like to play... Um, I would like to play uh, al the alderman, Tom Kane's wife. All right. Okay. I'll play a different alderman. Okay. An unnamed alderman that we didn't explore. Sure. I'll do the black guy just did heroin for the first time. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Darius. 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 Yeah, right. that sounds awesome. Excuse me. Excuse me, young man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me, young man. Yeah. I've heard that you. Uh, I've heard that you. Sling are you talking to me? Or are you talking to? Him? I, I heard that you talked. I heard you sling H, young man. <laughs> You're talking the alderman. I heard you sling H. <laughs> yeah, dude, I do. Well, I have a breathing issue, and I was wondering, do you think heroin could help with my respiratory issues? Uh, let's try it. You don't seem like a very professional salesman, <laughs> to be honest to me. Uh, most salespeople, they look me in the eye. When I go to Macy's, they look me in the eye, and they sell hey, me in the Hey, what if I product. told you I only want to look in your third eye? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> my third eye. You're talking about some kind of Indian spiritualism. Yeah. Ring, when ring, you're ring, on ring, heroin, ring. you can oh my see gosh. Uh, oh, Steve, the fellow alderman. I was just uh, talking to, um, I heard your phone go off. I was just talking to this young black man <laughs> hey, here in the inner city. Well, yeah, I'm an old black man, so I don't know why you need to bring up his blackness. <laughs> Uh, this is Chicago. A lot of us are black. I don't know what you. I just thought you should know that yeah, I was talking you. to this young black. Oh, wait, oh you you're a young that? black man. He's an old black man. Are you related, possibly? No. <laughs> no. Is that possible? No. He's Dude. just a young blood, and I'm Could an old it? head. Maybe a fellow, a fellow ancestor was brought over on the ship or something. <laughs> well, maybe we have the same white ancestor. You ever think of that? I am descended from Thomas Jefferson. No, uh, <laughs> that's my guess. That's, that's I, all I, I, I am. I am, I am. What? I'm descended from Andrew Jackson. Wow. wow. You're a monster. <laughs> yeah, you're canceled. I'm canceled because my white slave owning ancestor was bad? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You yeah. helped destroy the Native American population. I'll be using this in attack ads against you. Wow. <laughs> Are you who's, who should I vote for? You or you? You should vote for me because I'm planning to buy heroin from you. No, you don't live in his district. He can't, she can't vote for you. <laughs> oh, oh, what? What district are you from? District 9 with okay. the aliens. <laughs> you know the prawn, the aliens? Immigrants. The alien immigrants, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm from District 9. <laughs> I represent the prawn aliens. They sat, The guy from New Zealand, you well, know? Then I can't sell you H because we're in a huge war right now. What? Yeah. Oh, this is ridiculous. This is a ridiculous discrimination. You should know your people have been discriminated against. All right. And it turns out you're just you as know bad, what? if not worse, to the prawnies. <laughs> well, get over here then. And then I stab you with oh! three pieces oh, of heroin. God. So much heroin. Oh. Oh, whoa. How are you feeling now? What do you think about that, old man? What do I think about it? I'm actually suffering from dementia. <laughs> I'm, I'm slightly lost, and I don't really know how I got oh, here. It, it is, I just feel agitated as if someone just was racially oh, harassing me. It, uh, it is hot in District I 10 feel, over here. I feel good. Well, I feel good. You should spike him up, and then he'll feel good, too. All right. No, what? no. Ow, ow, ow. Wow. You're really abusing that elder. <laughs> yeah. My, my dad. <laughs> Come in. Excelsior. <laughs> it's me, Stan. I have come back to life to stop elder abuse. Oh man, you. I'm not wasting heroin hey, on oh you. Hey, hold on, hold on, it's me, Mike Tyson. It's me, Mike Tyson. Stanley, you're a loser. Adjust you be your doing levels, those. Tyson. You be, you be using all those old school cartoons, but I have, I got a new cartoon, and I'm gonna beat your ass. Oh, wow. I would like to see you ah, try, Tyson. Ah, Bam, ah, boom, boom. Oh my God. Oh. Oh. H man to save the day. Oh. Oh. You're both dead. Good night, America. Mike, no. Mike Tyson gonna need more heroin than that. <laughs> what do you need? What do you call? What do you give the boss? Zero. Bad. Oof. <laughs> I give the boss. Uh, I give the boss five. Um, right. uh, interesting perform. Uh, I wanted to see a better performance out of Kelsey Grammer. Uh, it looks like it was produced in a high school. I give it a three. I feel like it gives hope to ugly actors all over the world. Nice. Let me update mine. Zero. Because Stolen Valor, to name a show, The Boss, if there's no Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, America. Yes.